You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. segment of today's show Steelers Blitz, Arthur Mokes, Wesley Euler, and when we're alive, we are very interactive with the Power Grid, the Mega Watts in fact, we love when you guys send us your thoughts, comments, and concerns over the twitter.com, but we know we currently aren't live but you guys are still participating, and we love that so yes. we are going to make sure that we spend some time in to acknowledge your participation and for anybody else that wants to participate Whenever you're listening to this, just send us a tweet. Let us know questions that you might have. Easiest way to do that is at DaBody52. DaBody. And at Wesley Euler. Da good hair. And I might should say that, yes, DaBody52 is still active. I was hacked. I was going to say, the, you getting that the, back the NFL, or what? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's actually expedited. We're almost back. As you can okay. see, like, they've cleared off all the negative stuff, changed my profile pic, like, took his stuff off. Now it's just working through the channels and getting my access back in it. But okay. other than that, though, yes, shout out to the Steelers, man. They have been amazing with this uh, help. Shout out to the yeah. NFL. They've been amazing yeah. with this help. I didn't realize that birthday post by putting that up, they would get the higher ups to, to, to come down and save me like Batman. So I appreciate all of them for that. You got to love it when that happens, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like, I saw your birthday post. Uh, let me help you out real quick. I was like, oh, what? Th- thanks. I hey, it was a lost cause. Listen, you can't yeah. give up the Twitter account, all right? You can't give up the I was body. I to just take the L. I was like, you know what, man? At least I'm 35, though. I got a fake ID. You know what I mean? Like, I was <laughs> on that vibe. <laughs> you were like, nobody knows. Who is the body? Well, you, you <laughs> yeah, don't know. Hey, man, it is what it is. But all good now. All good. So, you know, all is right in the world. But those are the ways to interact with us. So, I believe that we did have some interaction. Yes, yes. During As my always. Twitter hiatus, this isn't even like the 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 me doing the hiatus. This is the I got forced out hiatus. It's a little That's different right. this time around, man. A little That's different, right? Yeah. Oh, you funny. Cuba Dan tweets us. Shout our out to our Cuba buddy Dan. Uh, says Isaac Sayamalu is probably my favorite signing so far. I'd call that a nice pull. 
pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see what he did? Because he's pull, pulling did. guard, athletic, uh-huh. pulls left, pulls right, mm-hmm. pulls all night. Uh-huh. What I'm trying to think of something else that rhymes, but I should probably just stop while I'm ahead. Cuba Dan says, uh, can uh, can Motsi talk about uh, how they will divide the workload between these guards and where we see Sayamalu as, you know, as he did play right guard last season? Yeah, I don't think it's a division of labor. I think this is a simple plug and play. Isaac is going to go to left. James Daniels goes to right. And that's more so predicated off of the money associated with him. James got a little bit more money. So James gets to have first right and he was there longer um being that he played a uh, first full season there and was arguably one of our best offensive linemen um whenever you bring in a guy like isaac isaac has started at left guard started at right guard james daniels started at left guard he started at right guard he started at center mason cole started at center he started at right guard started at left guard so there isn't a wrong or right way of going about it it's just which is less moving pieces and from less moving pieces, you go to seniority. And then from seniority, you go to who has been at the position longer. It is simple as that. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Um, but you see, you just like the or the versatility. Nate Herbig is another guy. Nate started at left guard. He started at right guard. Yeah. So you just love the fact that if an injury were to happen, you have flexibility. You just love the fact that we know, we, man, our offensive line started every game together. That's rare. Very we rare. We typically don't get that. So you know now that worst case is something were to happen, like the odds typically reflect. Correct. You're going to have pieces that could play right, that could play left. It's not going to kill you one way or the other. And a lot of the news can bump in and play center as well. So I think in that from from that standpoint, we're going to be good um, in terms of that division of labor, in terms of how they're going to allocate reps to those dudes. But I don't anticipate any type of revolving rotation, if that makes sense also. Don't anticipate a this guy's getting two series, this guy's getting two series, or some type of thing like that. No, no I don't. I don't think they're doing that at all. No, I I think you're absolutely right. Listen, things can change, performance, injury, whatever. But right now, it I, I think you're absolutely right. If if there's if there's no one else added, right, and and particularly a, a high priority draft pick at this right. point, it feels like it's going to be Dan Moore at left tackle. Isaac Sayamalu, left guard, Mason Cole, center, uh, James Daniels, right guard, and Chooks for right tackle. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be the five. Everything else in, in terms of the position battles and all that are, are going to be, I think what you kind of just alluded to, who's that sixth man off the bench if someone does end up missing time. But I, for me, if it's, if it's not those five that are starting, it's for one of two reasons. One, they either you know drafted somebody at 17th overall who ends up winning a position, ends up winning a job, or two, an injury. It, it, it just feels pretty clear-cut. Okay, we like what we've got at starters now that we plug in Isaac Sayamalu. Um, we've got our kind of depth guy in Nate Herbig. Who knows what happens with Kevin Dotson, but we've got options there as well, too. Again, in the case of, of, uh, of injury, which is, you know, most of the time, not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and the Steelers were fortunate to avoid that last year. And hey, maybe they'll be fortunate in the same regard this year that you know maybe one of these guys misses one game and that's it. And other than that, they're relatively healthy. But you, you've got the options, you've got the depth, but I think your five starters are, are pretty clearly defined as well too. So once we get to OTAs and minicamp and training camp and all these different things, I think the competition 
will be honestly more about who is that sixth man off the bench. Is it Herbig? Is it Dotson? It feels like it's going to be Herbig because of the money that you just gave him. Mm -hmm. But they also won't shut the door on Dotson, a guy that's started every game for them last season, a guy that they drafted and they've had in-house now for three seasons that they know well. Um, Don't love him enough to not pay these other guys, though. Don't love him enough to put that ring on that (laughs) finger, for sure. For sure. Yeah, Dotson been walking around the house with the nice bed clothes on, and they was like, ah, we're going to go shopping. Yep. Um, and, and, and you're absolutely right. And that too, I mean, you can even start to put those pieces together in terms of how they feel about that six man off the bench and their, and their depth options. But yeah, I listen, I don't think they brought Nate Herbig in thinking that he was going to really compete for a starting spot. And, and, and they certainly didn't sign Isaac Sayamalu without having him penciled in as a starter on day one. So I think that's kind of how they looked at it. Sam Alu's our guy. We've got our starting five. If a left tackle that we love falls to us at 17 in the draft, perfect. We'll take him, and then we'll have a competition there. But other than that, we 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 like what we've got on the offensive line. We like now what we have in terms of depth as well, too. Things can always change, whether it be, again, due to performance or due to injury. But right now, as we're in March, you know, that feels pretty safe. I mean, you can kind of write those write those five in pencil at this point and 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 you know much longer here we'll be writing it in pen we'll be writing it in ink because it it feels like they've they've done their business early as it relates to the offensive line and the money that they've given and all those different things you can kind of see how it's all going to shake out yeah without a doubt i mean it is still crazy when you just think about the amount of starting reps that we have in the interior portion of it's our great. offensive line kendrick green is the forgotten child, the person that we're anticipating being off the roster when the season starts. And he has 17 starts under his belt. Right. How, how, <laughs> how crazy is that too? That like, like that from starting nuts, every, man. every game is rookie year to not getting a helmet. His sophomore. Right, year. That's that's the NFL. But, and that's, that's also NFL. why when we talk Dan Moore and I tell people all the time, don't speak Dan Moore without talking about his improvements because just because you start 17 games your rookie year, there is no guarantee you're going to get a helmet the next year. Kendrick Green is case in point. Kendrick Green started every single game his rookie year. (laughs) But the play wasn't up to par. So what did they do? They said, we're going to go ahead and spend a little bit of money and you're not going to get a helmet now. Mm -hmm. That's the NFL. Not for long, right? Kendrick Green right now is flirting with potentially being out the league within the next year. I'm not even joking. I'm just being sincere because right now that's the NFL. Yeah. You go from having tape that wasn't hot to now not having any tape to now you we're talking Dotson. Kendrick green is way further down the depth chart than Dotson is. So now for Kendrick green, who already has some physical limitations, you're going to be looking to go into a new situation or trying to compete here for a roster spot. But if it doesn't work out, Teams don't spend a lot of time on guys that aren't getting a chance to produce, that aren't going to produce. And we know it becomes just the labor element of it. I can get cheaper labor in the draft or an undrafted guy versus a guy that's two, three, four years into this thing that's not playing. So for Kendrick Green, I mean, this is a a really important time for him. But, yeah, he got to pick it up, too, man. Yeah. he. I mean, That's the game, though. That's the nature of it. And that's. That is certainly the nature of it, right? I mean, I said it a minute ago, jokingly, but it's true. The NFL stands for not for long. I mean, that's yeah. you can be a starter for 17 games as a rookie and then not get a helmet. You could be Kevin Dotson and be a starter for 17 games in your third season when you feel like you're really starting to figure it out. The team goes out and brings in one of the biggest uh, you know, free agents available at your position. No, 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 not one. 
two. two. Remember, they paid two guys. <laughs> they paid correct. two guys. That's correct. They spent over Kevin ten Dotson million. They spent over ten million, million on right. your position per year. Right. Kevin Dotson um, isn't getting four million dollars this season. Correct. No, he is not. A, and the four million isn't even the big bank in the room. Think about four million correct. is the third highest paid guy in that room. Correct. Correct. Just guards. Not you're even the whole line. Just you're not guards. even top. You're not even top three. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the the beauty of this too is Motsi, right? Those guys still have a chance to respond. Yeah, they do. Kendrick Green, Kevin Dotson, they still have a chance to show up and 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 prove that they belong on an NFL roster. And if they do, then all of a sudden that's when you're in the good spot, right? Because you feel great about your depth. And maybe, as you alluded to earlier, all of a sudden you've got some some trading pieces. You know, you've got some. Uh, Wes you know, some- just said Dotson and Green play hard for your trade value. That's what Wesley just said, guys. He said if y'all play hard and y'all are really nice and happy, y'all have some trade value. We might see y'all somewhere where it doesn't suck. That's essentially what Wes just said. I wanted to just clarify that for everybody that was listening. Like, oh, yeah, that does sound pretty good. That's what Wesley just said. Dotson and Green, play good enough so that way we don't trade you to the end of the earth. So you don't you don't end up in – let me think of a bad – well, it used to be Detroit. used to be Raiders. used to be Jacksonville. They improving right now. But you catch my drift. You don't want to go to one of Houston. Them. Yeah, yeah, Houston. There you go. You don't want to go to Houston. All right? You don't want to be in Green Bay right now. All right? Places like that. Well, you don't want to be in Green Bay right now because it's going to be winter yeah. for like another two months. But well, that's too. And you're not going to have Aaron Rodgers, so it's it's a double negative. Okay, it's certain but, places that you just don't want to go. Also, too, though, getting back to again, if the Steelers are fortunate enough to have the help that they had on the offensive line last year, great. But you can't bank on it, and so it could also be for these guys too that whole you know it's not when it's if like, you, you got to stay yeah. ready. You know, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Like their their story, uh, where I meant with all that. I mean, you're right. Yeah. I was, I'm I was you, I'm with you. a little, I'm with you. a little. Yeah, hey, play play well, look good, or you could potentially yeah. get traded to somewhere where you could be a starter. But you could also have an opportunity at some point this season yeah. to set yourself up for that next contract, even if it's not in Pittsburgh. You know, if 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 you're Kevin Dotson or you're Kendrick Green, and you have to come in and play three or four games or whatever at some point, and you do so really well, and you look like you belong, and the offensive line doesn't skip a beat with you in there. There's other teams always watching that and going, oh, yeah, and that guy's going to be a free agent. Become? Are you ready? You become Matt Filer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Matt, Matt you got a nice payday. Ever was, was coming in to be the day one starter. But when he got his opportunity, he produced, produced consistently. And he got paid for it eventually. Right tackle and yep. that guard. Remember yep. that he went to guard on us. He was like, yeah, he'll do it all. But, yeah, the Chargers paid him nicely. Um He's also one of them dudes that I was like, man, do you play a little left? I know you play right. Play a little left, though, because you're <laughs> out there. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Even before we did the Nate Herbig, I was like, man, could Matt Filer be the guy to come back? But obviously now with the moves we've made, Chooks at right doesn't make sense. But Yeah, I don't think you bring him back to, to play left side. Yeah, I'm good on that. And I don't want to move Chooks to, to left after Chooks has finally gotten settled in as well, man. I'm with you on that as well, too. Listen, I think there's there's a real chance this year, Motsi, that Chooks could be... If Chooks this year is your third or fourth best offensive lineman, you're in a great spot. Great spot. And... And and so I for that reason I'm with you too. I listen, I know when he signed that contract, a lot of people kind of balked at it and thought mm-hmm. that that was big money, but it's 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 I mean, fair paid, it's fair money for a starter. They they paid yeah. him ahead of time, and it's a fair money for a starter at a position that yeah. everybody wants in the NFL. And if you make it to free agency, you're you're gonna you're gonna get a nice contract. Um, but yeah, if 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 we're looking back and we're saying, man, 
Chukes was the third or fourth best offensive lineman on this line. Mm-hmm. That's he's a really he's really good in that regard. I, I think yeah. I think this is going to be a big year for Chukes. I think they've got that continuity now on the right side of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I I think he's going to really really show that he's worth that contract. Yeah, and he's really starting to just come into his own, man. Uh, remember, he was also one of those guys that was late to the game. He didn't start yep. playing football until he was a teenager. Yep. So for him, man, these are all are all have been a part of his development. Um, to me, man, he doesn't look like a guy that got complacent once he got paid either. He looks like a guy that continued to hone in on his craft Agreed. and just improve. And that's what you want to see from Chooks. Um, but he is a big reason why we feel a lot better about that right side of the offensive line. Let's yes. not even joke about it. He yes. was the question mark. If he could improve, we felt good about the signings of James Daniels and Mason Cole. It was literally Chooks. But Chooks did show that he could live up to that deal. And like I said, man, we're, we're definitely in a good position for it. It'd be interesting to see how we handle the damn more scenario, though. Like I said, with the reports out there that we wanted Orlando Brown. Yeah. At 17, it's going to, I'll be really surprised to see if we go corner, if we go O-line, or do we potentially be aggressive in the draft and move up to mm. get one of those offensive linemen that we might be eyeing and just simply not wanting to take a chance on missing out on. Sure. That's the part now. Like I said, just because of the Orlando Brown situation. If it wasn't you know, for that you know they were right. window shopping. Yeah. And and in that type of market, that's you could window shop at the Honda dealership, you could window shop at the Ford dealership, you could window shop at the Lamborghini dealership. I was gonna say they, they, they just went to the Lambo. They went to the Lambo spot. That's that's a different. Andy, Andy Weidel Andy Weidel said, yeah. "Let me look at the Maseratis here." You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's slightly different than what we were thinking. Yeah. So that's ultimately why I'm like, they legitimately could try to move up Ooh. if they really if they were looking for that. They don't, don't be surprised they move up. <laughs> Jeez. No, you know what? Honestly, that's another great point by you in terms of just reading between the lines. If, yeah. If you're if you're looking into buying a, a Ferrari. You could certainly uh, trade up for a Lamborghini, right? I yeah, mean, so you're not going to go from the Ferrari and say, you know what? I'll settle on this Honda Civic right here. It's got, hey, it, it's got great gas mileage. It's going to last two hundred thousand miles. Like, no, nah, that that ain't typically the trade off. Hey, typically, if you're looking in the Ferrari range, just like, all right, I'm gonna go Ferrari. I'm gonna go Lambo. I'm gonna go Royce. I'm gonna go get a little Rolls Royce. I'm gonna go that route. What you think? Well, hey, what you think the Steelers rap for to push a Rav four? I mean, come on. <laughs> but you know what? Listen, this is something you and I talked about at the beginning of the offseason, too, how they're in a, a different position than they've be, been in a while. New regi- regime in terms of Omar Khan and Andy Weidel. Not paying a franchise, you know, having that rookie that you can build around and not pay a franchise salary for a few more years. Will the Steelers push more chips into the center of the table here before they have to pay Kenny Pickett one day down the line? Maybe we're starting to get an answer to that question with some of these free agency moves with the the the, the Orlando Brown interest. Maybe they are looking at this as, hey, not that again, not that we're going all in, but that this window is wide open for us until we have to pay franchise quarterback money to Kenny Pickett. And, and we that think means that, that they believe in Kenny. That, that means that they believe, believe in Kenny. Kenny, man. He's ready to win games right now, and we're not going to mm-hmm. have to pay him big money for another three years. Let's kick the tires on some offensive linemen. Let's go out and, you know, turn over our linebacker position group because we know we can get better there and we've got the money mm-hmm. to do so. It's exciting in that regard. And you're right. When you hear that the Steelers were in on Orlando Brown and just weren't quite willing to go to the the, the point that the Bengals were. The, the every, point of no return. <laughs> every, everything's on the table then, right? Because if they're willing, if they're willing to give him big money, they're certainly willing to move up from 17 to 12 or 13 to, to draft uh-huh. an offensive tackle, or maybe one of these corners as well, too. It's 
It's an intriguing time to be a Steelers fan, Mozi. No, it definitely is, man. Like you said, this is the joy of this time of year, though. We always want to know what direction we're thinking, what direction we might be going in, and now we're getting that information. Um, I did want to ask you before we get up out of here, though, Jonah Williams versus taking a tackle at 17 overall. How did you feel about it? Oh, in this hypothetical, can you give me an idea of what you would think uh, compensation-wise it would take to get Jonah Williams? Um, Does that make sense? Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's probably going to be no more than a fifth-round pick because he's going to get – he's on the fifth-year deal, right? Fifth-year option right now, which is 12 point, I think 12.9 right. or something like that. He's so not locked at, up long-term. Yeah, best case, you're giving up a fifth – or, excuse me, best case is seventh, worst case a fifth. Like, that's how I look at it. If that's the – if that is the, the compensation, I – I'd be interested. I don't know. Listen, Jonah Williams, when he came out of Alabama, I liked him a lot. I thought he was a great. Mm-hmm. Pick. I thought he was a great pick for the Bengals at the time. Yeah. He's had some injuries. He, he he hasn't been a disaster or anything like that. Right. But he he clearly hasn't you know lived up to the the pedigree that that everyone mm-hmm. thought when he was when he was coming out of uh, Tuscaloosa down there. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I, oh, I don't know because I'm looking at this right now, Motsi. Last year, right. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a very good year last year, Jonah Williams. Mm-hmm. He allowed 12 sacks, which was tied for most amongst left mm-hmm. tackles in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, top 50 in penalties called on now, him. Now, in the now remember, part of that was because of Alex Highsmith, though. Well, ain't that the truth? Perspective. <laughs> ain't that, <laughs> ain't that the that truth? Was and if he comes to Pittsburgh, he won't have to line up against Alex Highsmith. Highsmith didn't count for half of them things. That's all like I'm saying, Mozzie. bro. That's like when the that's like when the Lakers signed Ron Artest because Ron Artest was the only guy in the league who could guard Kobe. Like you know what? There's only one guy in the league who could guard Kobe. Ron Artest. Bring him over here. Bring him over here. There's nobody. Hey, 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 the Bulls. Man, they got this dude rhyming over here with the bad boys. He give us some issues. Just go ahead and bring him over here to Chicago, man. Just go ahead and bring him over here too. All right. Um. For me, for me to say yes, like I would have to have a Pat Meyer or someone saying, I can, I can get this guy to at least close to the level that we thought. Yeah. Because listen, to take a flyer on a guy for a fifth, sixth, seventh round draft pick that you think has a lot of upside, I'm fine with that. Even mm-hmm. if it's pay, overpaying him for one year, because it is just for one year. If you've got yeah. the cap space to do so, fine. But his, uh, his measurables from last season were not, were not great. We're not great. Yeah. So for me, man, uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. I do like everything you said, except the fact that it's not just a flyer for a fifth or sixth round pick. It's a $12 million flyer as well. It's expensive. And to me, I don't want to pay 12 M's on a flyer that Dan Moore could still potentially beat out. And that's the other part. And then you're handcuffing yourself the rest of the way. Yeah. yeah. That that would hurt me knowing 12 million was sitting on the bench behind Dan Moore. That That's a great really point. Uh, the trade deadline, there's yeah. something that pops up and you're not able to do it because yeah. you don't have the cap space. Yeah. Whereas even if we drafted a guy and Dan Moore was the starter this year, you at least know you have cheaper labor. Right. And you have a guarantee for the next four option of a fifth year. So I would have I would probably take that approach than going and getting Jonah Williams mainly because of the fifth year option. If he was on the fourth year of that deal, the third year of that deal, way different conversation where he was getting four million dollars per year. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, but absolutely. At 12, at 12 is just a little too rich for me because like you said, the play has not been there. So 
No. And again, oh, he, the, the availability thing too. He's, he's yeah. had some, he's had some issues with he's those knees during season, his time in Cincinnati varieties. Yeah. The yeah. Season variety. So yeah, that is definitely that. But with that being the case, since we're going to close the door on Jonah Williams, we're going to close the door on today's show. Oh, there so you go. We do appreciate H and every one of your power grid megawatts for tapping in with us and for participating with us. We appreciate you. Yeah, we We'd do. like to turn around and give a shout out to the best producer, the one and only Wesley. Bing bong. You love to hear that, man. It doesn't it feel real good to hit a bing bong, but then it makes me feel reminded of my partner in crime, the one and only Wesley Euler. I feel like I've been spoiled a lot. I mean, you've been you've been hosting like all these shows lately. I've just been you, you, sitting you know, here with my feet up. You're doing all the yeah. hard work. I'm just chilling. Tell me about it, man. Tell me about it, man. I'm over here. I feel like I'm DJ Koo giving all these shout outs, but it is all good. Because you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Stillers. There it is. Nation. Can I get it again? Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there. Friendly S&T Banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.